This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Hello and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host, cover everything sport, international and local. Shout out to everyone who is tuned in today and hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, shout out your broadcasting authority, I'm chilling at home, watching us live on YouTube. Shout out to my Instagrammers as well. you got Rula, Masoud, Terry, Mustafa, Sergey, of course, of course, always there, always doing it big, Fatima and everyone else who is tuned in. Right, okay, so what's on the show today the social media contract in health and fitness is something you may have heard of but why do people do it and how can we see it as a uh, positive that's the first part so that's the health and fitness segment where we're diving straight into the social media contract that's that part then what do we have after that Antonio Conte signs for Spurs what does this mean for Spurs why has he picked it up what is the common link what are United fans thinking as well we're talking about that and also not only that Retiro, what is the term? Why do people use it at professional clubs and how does it work? And would it work in every country? We're taking that and all your questions. Shout out to Haja as well, who is in the building. And we are going to be taking a quick break, but we're talking health and fitness as soon as we come back on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, Come Everything Sport International and Local. Thank you very much for all your support and your love and showing us love on the podcast, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or if you prefer a visual, head over to the YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio, and all of our episodes are there. We've got some fantastic guests uh, on there covering some really important topics like mental health, gut health, and how important the brain is on performance and recovery. It's UAE Flag Day, so happy UAE Flag Day for, for one. The Sharjah International Book Fair is happening as well, so make sure you head down there for two. And it's Florin's birthday. Happy birthday, Florin, as well. Thank you very much for all your support. And shout out to all my people on the Instagram live at the moment. Okay, cool. So on the health and fitness segment, the social media contract... This is something I wanted to kind of bring up on the show. Now, there are two things. I was speaking to my client, Tanya, the other day, and we were talking about how some of her posts really help lift people's moods. And not because, you know, it's something that everyone has to do. It doesn't work for everyone. But what I really like about it is there's going to be someone out there flicking through the gram and finally we'll see a post of someone they they like or follow or support. And that will kind of inspire them to get off the couch Put the fried chicken down and head over to the gym, go for a walk, sort out their food, plenty, plenty things. So this is why 
the social media contract is interesting because when you start to commit to let's say a goal so you might have a goal in mind and you share it with your followers or your close friends some people do that as well you know you have the close friends option in uh, on your instagram and you share with them that you have a goal now all of a sudden the accountability factor is very high because you need to be able to live up to what you've promised you're going to do well sometimes if you don't do that then you don't really have anyone watching or supporting or even on your back for example we've got our very own Karine, who's a fantastic boxer and she's competing uh, on the 12th if I'm not mistaken and we're going to support her and she's a winner already you know why because she's taken part in all this so Karine is going to be stepping into the ring now if Karine hadn't spoken about it or put it out there that she's going to be fighting in the ring then we probably wouldn't know and she probably would find it easy to not go through with it if she chooses not to but because she has she's got the support of the whole gym her friends her family and that's why it's looking great so in that sense the social media contract works because someone could be flicking through they see you training they see you uh, you know doing an ice bath for example they see you um, getting some uh, some flow done or some yoga done or even walking for you know couple of kilometers and that will inspire them regardless of the age regardless of the gender regardless of where they are around the world that would be something our very own florin who it's his birthday if i haven't mentioned already for example in new york goes out for a run and while he's out on his run he's listening to us here on the show so for that for example when it's not on he looks at me and goes yo why are you messing with my routine <laughs> which is great so what i was talking about the social media contract in health and fitness is people do it not to show off but to hold themselves accountable on front of people so that's exactly why i kind of like the aspect of it now again there are there's there's so much you can show online and there's so much that you can demonstrate and sometimes you don't want to post which is fine as well but i think when you put yourself through it and you actually look at the different types of uh, goals that you have whether it's to gain muscle lose weight go for a run get into the ring you know um, improve your mobility improve your recovery time improve your endurance uh, step into an ice bath wherever it is those are the things that you kind of factor i think also fahad uh, who's a young runner as well is doing big things i think he's running 10k uh, every day for the 30-30. So shout out to Fahed as well, um, which is nice to see. You know, y- you see all these different different people doing different things and it's nice, get behind them, support them. You know, doesn't hurt just to say, well done, clap them through it. Those things are priceless, especially that we don't know what they're going through or what's going through their mind. So I think the social media contract in this part really does exist. Um, a couple of comments here. Uh, DC... Davis is there. He's talking. Is reset at the book fair? That's a very good question. I actually don't know if <laughs> if resets at the book fair. I hope so. I hope resets at the book fair. Uh, and Masoud was just about to ask that as well as Terry. So yeah, I, I hope. I hope so. Kareen is here in the room saying we are winners. Thanks to Marble Fun. Yes, yes, you are, Kareen. You are a winner. Fantastic. Love to see that. And that's why the social media contract now, for example, people like Fahad and Kareen who are um, committing to a cause now and they and they're trying to do something for them themselves those people that are watching them are supporting them and now they're behind them 100 so they can actually now every day you know on those on those days where perhaps you feel a little bit stiff or you don't feel 100 but you feel maybe let's say 80 or 70 
those people that are sending words of encouragement will help them get through it. So that's that's the social media contract. Have you done that recently? If you have, text me on 4215 or do or slide up into my DMs at Omar Duri and let me know how it's been for you and were, what were the changing factors. I'll be right back after the break. We're going to play some music for you and we will return with the second segment which is going to be all about Antonio Conte. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, Come Everything Sport International and Local. Shout out to Fahad as well, who's doing 10K every day for 30 days. Uh, very, very impressed. Very proud of him. I see him at the gym all the time and uh, and he's, he's brilliant. So lovely, lovely to see that. Uh, congratulations, uh, Fahad. And inshallah, hopefully everyone's going to be supporting you the whole way through. Right. Okay, so... Um, we've given we've given the congratulations to him. We've got AJ in here as well, and we've got quite a few people that are talking about it. It's his today. He's done five today and six out of thirty days. Fantastic, Fahad. Well done. Okay, we're talking about. Oh man. Okay, so let's let's rewind this now. Manchester United faced Tottenham, and on the show we called it El Sakico. And the reason why we called it that is because Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was under pressure to lose his job if he lost against Tottenham. And no one would have thought that after Nuno. Nuno got manager of the month in August that 10 games in he'd be sacked he lost the game to United and he got sacked now the person that was supposed to go to United bear with me now the person that was supposed to go to United Antonio Conte who's probably the most in-demand manager out there right now goes to Tottenham that changes everything because Manchester United with Conte is a real force to be reckoned with. Now, Tottenham have signed Antonio Conte, which is rumored to be 15 million salary and a transfer kitty of 150 to 200 million pounds to spend on players. So on Instagram, I asked the question, who was the real winner from that match between United and, and Tottenham? Because United obviously won 3-0. So that's the first part. Now Antonio Conte chooses Spurs. What does this mean for Spurs? Now, if you if you rewind back in time when we were talking about the transfers and what was the most effective transfer, if you remember me saying Parici or Paratici as they call him um, at Tottenham, the director that Daniel Levy signed, in my opinion, was the best signing. Now we start to see the fruition of that because he's the one that brought Conte in because of his time with Juventus and working together. So obviously enticing someone like that had allowed him to bring in Conte and have the vision of where Tottenham are going to go. Good morning to my sister-in-law as well, Aisha Khan, who, by the way, probably summed up the halftime show the best way possible. I just keep watching that video because she said it better than I did. And I and I am so grateful for that. Um, so so the connection between going back to Conte, the connection between Parici and Conte is massive because he was able to lure him into Tottenham, who, with all due respect, maybe aren't a top four side anymore, considering that the top four would probably be City, Liverpool, Chelsea and Manchester United. 
So as a serial winner joining the league, the most elite league in the world has the most elite managers. And right now, the league is stacked. And if we look at what Antonio Conte has done, he's very demanding as a coach. For those who aren't football fans, let me describe to you this guy. He is non-stop action. He is always in the players ears he is very very determined and very uh, ruthless in the way that he coaches and so right now the italian manager joins tottenham after winning the league with chelsea back in the day and he joins the league when it's red hot on an 18 month contract and from the beginning of his managerial career as an assistant in siena in 2005 he helped top clubs in italy and england win domestic titles Antonio Conte has achieved it all. His first major managerial breakthrough came in 2011 when he had the opportunity to coach Serie A Giants, Juventus, whom he played for. But although the Italian had never managed a club that was accustomed to lifting trophies, he managed the pressure exceptionally well and took over the job at the Bianconeri. So now when we look at it, he has been successful in Italy, he's been successful in England, and he's now joined Tottenham. So that means everything that's happened so far has happened you know in such a manner that he has 18 months obviously to extend as well to be able to bring success to tottenham who haven't won anything since 2008 so it's really mind-boggling on how we assess what's going to happen with tottenham i think it's been announced obviously yesterday on social media he takes charge at the europa game tomorrow and then he's got Everton. And that's when things start to get interesting because then there'll be a two-week break, I think, for international break. And then he'll come back. So all these things where we look at coaches and we look at the best of the best managers in the world, all these things are unbelievable. And I'm so excited, even though, even though I support their rivals, I'm so excited to see how Conte will do. He's one of my favorite coaches, actually, currently. I'm so excited to see how he will do for Tottenham. What do you guys think? Text me on 4215 at the Salat or do or slide up into my DMs at Omar Duri and we'll be right back after the break. You guys take care and I'll see you soon. Here we go. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Duri on Oh, he loves the fire What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, cover everything sport, international, local. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in, man. Thank you very much for uh, for your comments and all your feedback. It's been great. Uh, Abdullah has been uh, talking to me following our last segment regarding Antonio Conte. And I asked him, what is success? Because he said he's going to be successful. And he said, finishing top four. So that's, that's kind of interesting. He said he'll go for the title. Um, he's not a Tottenham fan, but he's an Italian football fan. I like that. Okay, fair enough. Um... And, and, and speaking about Italy as well, so there's this term that I, I came across and it doesn't happen anywhere apart from Italy. So I thought I'd share that with you guys and it's called Ritiro. Now, what is Ritiro? Ritiro is when your team in sports, I think mainly in Italy, when your team is in, you know, in disarray or you've had a couple of bad uh, results, what they do, the Italian teams across the sports, is they have like a retiro, which is like a camp where they don't allow the players to actually 
go home. They actually keep them uh, on site and they kind of block out all the distractions and work with them every single day. Now, I thought this was interesting because I don't, I could never see this happening in England, but I saw this and I thought that's really interesting. How how do they manage to keep them away from their families? You know, people like AC Milan have done it, uh, Napoli have done it, Fiorentina have done it. But I was really interested to see recently Juventus. You know, Juventus is a huge team, and for those that don't know, Juventus have their own university as well, University of Sports. So I was like, how how does how is this allowed? They literally bring all the athletes, put them in one place and say, you can't go home. You know, you, you have to stay here and you've got to focus and uh, you're doing back to back sessions. You're going to be sticking around with your team. I think that that element, the psychological element of that, I can understand because the players would be able to stay in house, you know, um, build up their camaraderie their confidence together i completely get that i see i see where it's going but i don't think that would happen anywhere else and i know um florin is saying man united need that uh i'm only school i feel that works better i think he means i'm old school florin is saying i'm old school and i feel that works better i think for some some people it would but you know now and again i don't mean to sound like a dinosaur but the new generation imagine imagine keeping them away from everything for a week or two. I mean, that would be interesting. The UAE national team, shout out to Maria and, and Leila and, and co. The UAE national team, they have camps, but not to punish them. That's just to kind of, especially under the current situation, to get them prepared for tournaments. I get that. But the Retiro is different in the sense the Retiro is done following bad results in a league or in a competition where they see the athletes every single day. And, and that's where I'm like, wow. Like, they do this with you know, established athletes who are out there and getting paid millions and all of a sudden that's that's how it goes. So I find that very, very interesting. Um, Florin is saying team camps are great. Players get paid enough to do a job. Yeah, I, I see, I can't, I can't disagree with that. What we used to do actually, and at that time, I thought it was interesting, is when we were with the Ghana um, under 20 squad, in Senegal for the African Nations Cup, what would happen the night before the head coach would ask all the players to submit their phones in so that their focus would be strictly on the game. And so that for me was interesting at the time because I was like, it makes sense. I mean, they're under 20. Um, There used to be people that used to be lurking around the hotel, mainly agents. And that for me when I was protecting my players, I would observe the body language of how our footballers were versus the agents who are looking to sign the next best African player, for example. And we are in Senegal, mind you. So it's not like we can get out too far out. We were basically at the hotel the whole day. So that for me was the first point of where I was thinking, you know, shutting out social media, and the distractions and the build-up and maybe the pressure makes sense. But this situation, the Retiro, is very different because now we live in a world which when social media went down for, what, eight, nine hours, everyone went nuts, everyone went crazy. Oh, my God, what's up is down. What, what, what are we going to do? So can you imagine if that's taken away from you and you're, you know, you're a fully grown man or woman and you're competing in any sport at a high level and all of a sudden you, you get 
put in a camp I wonder how that would be Let me know 4215 at or do um, There's a couple of people Sending some questions And what I'm going to do Is I'm going to take a quick break And I'll be right back The show so far We've spoken about Social media contract When it comes down to Holding yourself accountable In health and fitness We've spoken about Antonio Conte Joining Spurs After Spurs lost to United In the Alsakico Which I mentioned In my previous episode And we just talked about What is Retiro Let's see Let's play some Trip LMA Jamie Boy cover Love this cover Here we go This is the Halftime Show With Omar Adouri On Pol 1995 95 Oh he loves to fire And what a goal This is the Halftime Show With Omar Adouri On Pulse 95 Nice strike Sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar. Do we just jam into the music? <laughs> Hope you guys are having a blessed day. Um, I got a question coming in uh, saying, "What's Antonio Conte's record like, and why? Why all the fuss?" Uh, you, okay. Um, <laughs> I think, to be honest, I'll tell you why it's a fuss. It's a fuss because. It's almost like a, a story being told where you have two, uh, like you have four elite teams and you have the rest kind of chase, like a chasing pack. And Tottenham are one of those people that are chasing. To get an elite manager that could probably coach two out of the top four teams, that in itself tells you that, you know, that's a big move. And his record, by the way, as well, I think as as he's evolved in his career as a coach his record has improved immensely so if we pull out some stats here his okay he started off with uh, Arizio and he, he had a 25% um, win percentage then he went on his second spell was 53.3 and then he went to Bari mind you these teams aren't exactly the you know the, the powerhouses but still good experience 47.8 Atlanta then Siena now he goes to Juventus and he starts to really pick it up again and 67.6% win percentage is serious it's a very very good deal and even managing the national team would get him a different kind of experience yes maybe only at 56% win percentage but still and he goes to Chelsea then he wins 65.1% of his games then he goes to Inter Milan and wins 63% of games so you see a manager and a coach of this of this ilk of this you know stature is massive because if you look at the honors he's won in Serie B with Bari he won in 2008-2009 with Juventus he won the title 2011 2012 2013 this is why he's called a serial winner in Chelsea he won the Premier League 2016 in Inter Milan he won the Serie A in 2020 so I think it's safe to say it's pretty much a big deal um, now his type of coaching may not be for everyone but saying that when you look at his record now and what he's achieved it's scary right now that he's joining Tottenham because what's the expectation now and what's going to happen to Harry Kane and all those players who maybe were down tooling or not giving 100% it's the worst thing when you have a team of players that for example aren't working to the max they can 
and yet the coach is being highlighted as the reason or the factor why and so with Nuno I feel a bit sorry for him because he didn't have, he had 17 games in charge and they sacked him so I, I, I don't that's I don't feel I feel a bit of unease about that as a coach and I I think was he given an opportunity now Conte is going to come in and obviously he's going to demand funds to be able to buy people and with the the, the the technical director being someone he's worked with before, they know what to expect. And they would have had conversations about that. So so I think that's why it's a big deal. Um, social media contract, have you done uh, Have you done it? Uh, I th- have I done it personally? I, no, I haven't. I haven't. But I do post uh, things every now and then. And, and it's regarding training, regarding nutrition, regarding recovery on my Instagram. Instagram Instagram uh, at Omar Duri mainly because I know someone out there you know is probably going through a tough time or you know wants a kick and and looks at that and thinks you know I can do that as well so sometimes I do I don't really announce things as much on there um, but I do understand why people do it so yes to answer your question that's uh, that's my answer on that one we have almost reached full time on the Halftime Show. Remember, you can catch the show every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 3 to 4. Um, thank you so much for everyone who's commented, sent their messages, enjoyed the music as well throughout the show. Really, really grateful for that. And nice to see your faces and nice to be back in the studio. Coming up next is the Afternoon Karak with uh, Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah. Make sure you stay tuned for that. And I will see you back here again on Saturday, 3 to 4, UAE time. Florin, happy birthday, happy UAE flag day. And make sure you check out Sharjah International Book Fair as well. Shout out to my mother-in-law, Subi, as well. I'll see you guys soon. Love you guys. I'm out. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.